Welcome to Special Programming, produced by the Public Communication of Science undergraduate students here at the University of Ottawa. In this course, SCI 3101, the Public Communication of Science, undergraduate science students learn skills related to communicating their knowledge to non-specialist audiences in the general public. That's us. As one of their assignments, they are tasked in pairs or alone to produce a five to eight minute podcast on any scientific topic of their choice. Using any approach of their choosing, the students were to produce a short media clip that would be informative, accessible, and interesting to an audience from the general public. In this series, we have stories, interviews, and conversations that range from COVID vaccines to black holes in the universe. Welcome back to Student Health Information Talk, or SHIT. We are here today for a special talk. We'll be discussing SAD, or Seasonal Affective Disorder. But first, a fun little skit for you. Uh, I was supposed to wake up early today. How the hell is it 9 a.m. when it's still pitch black? If it's still dark, it means you should still be asleep. Plus, your bed is so warm and cozy. Okay, okay, you're right. Ten minutes. I'll set a timer. Five hours later. It's 2 8 p.m.? Oh, I wasted the whole day. I might as well just take the rest of the day off. So it'll still be dark in a couple hours anyways. You wasted the whole day. Why wouldn't you do anything productive? Gosh, you are so lazy. What? You're the, you're the one who convinced me to stay in bed. Why are you such an asshole? I'm just you. Why are you such an asshole? Uh. So, Jesse. Why'd you call me in here today? Well, Ricky, with daylight savings swallowing our evenings, I really wanted to talk to you about something. What's that? Have you ever heard of seasonal affective disorder? Do you mean, like, seasonal depression? Yeah. Seasonal affective disorder is just, like, the fancier term for it. I find it pretty ironic, but it abbreviates to SAD, or SAD. Anyways... It tends to start affecting people during this time of the year, and I thought that we should talk about it. Its onset tends to happen during young adulthood, which is our age group, too. I think I know some symptoms of SAD, or SAD. Go ahead, I'd love to hear them. I think it's pretty similar to the symptoms of normal depression, except it isn't a permanent feeling. A lot of people complain about having extremely low energy, having difficulty concentrating, or uh, losing interest in things that normally spark joy. It also messes with people's sleep cycle and their appetites. That all checks out with my research. The reason I wanted to talk about it is because sometimes SAD can be really, really serious, just like normal depression. It can feed into an endless maze of feeling worthless or hopeless. And the serious part is that it can escalate into contemplating suicide. It really isn't something that we should be taking lightly. I think I have a friend who might want to talk about this with us. I'll go get her. I'd like to welcome Sophie. Sophie's a third year University of Ottawa undergraduate currently studying mathematics. 
I'd be sad if I had to study math, but that's because I went to pharmaceuticals for a reason. Sophie, why don't you tell us a bit more about yourself? Um, well, hi. So I'm Sophie. As Ricky mentioned, I'm currently studying math at UOttawa. Um, I hope to go into mathematics education to make it more accessible um, in the future. Um, I'm also an autistic student, so um, that feeds into some of the ways that I experience depression as well. Um, I also have some experience with seasonal affective disorder, as I find that I become more depressed in the winter months, as do a fair number of people. All right, Sophie, we got a couple questions for you. Mm. Um, and the first one I wanted to ask was, uh, so when did you know that you were affected by SAD? How old were you? I was probably uh, like a young teenager. It was a kind of whirlwind of things that sort of led to me realizing that um, I was affected by depression seasonally. Um, there was iron deficiency. I came back from summer camp with a vitamin D deficiency. Summer camp being about a month spent outdoors. So I should not have had a vitamin D deficiency at that point. Um, and then I've, I've noticed since then that I tend to have a more difficult time in the winter. Yeah, that makes, that totally makes sense. Did you find that your sleep schedule changes or is altered during the winter months? I do. So I find it was that combined with daylight savings when the sun goes down super early. Um, I find that I tend to sleep more in the winter and I also tend to have more nightmares during the winter as well, combined with some PTSD effects in there as well. Um, I know you were just talking about your vitamin D deficiency that you had during the summer, but do you find that it's even worse in the winter time? Yeah, it's definitely exacerbated by the lack of sunlight, for sure. Um, so that's one of the main sources of vitamin D. So I tend to I tend to go for some fortified bread, milk, things like that yeah, during winter. That definitely helps for sure. Um, so I wanted to ask, what's a day like for you when you're affected by SAD? What does that look like? It's not like something that feels like it's a conscious like it's consciously affecting me it's more so that I find that I have like a lot less energy for socializing um I have a harder time staying focused I definitely feel a lot less motivated just in general um it's definitely like when you come out of class at 3 30 and the sun's already setting like and then you go home and you work in the dark it's definitely not a nice time yeah that's definitely understandable um, so I wanted to ask to give our viewers some hope. How <laughs> do you like, um, to deal with your SAD? Like what coping mechanisms do you use to help? Right. So I did say earlier that I tend to have a little bit less energy for socializing, but I really make a point to like reach out to people during the winter because I know that there's other people in the same boat as well. Um, some so I have some friends who use like the SAD lamps, um, which help to make things a little bit brighter both physically and metaphorically. Um, I also, as cold as it is and as much as I don't want to go outside, I also try to make a point to get some fresh air and go for a walk if I can. It sounds really like silly and simple, but really getting outside and doing some exercise is really good for me. Yeah, I can totally, I can second that as well. I definitely find that fresh air, if you're in an overthinking slump or anything like that, I find mm -hmm. fresh air really brings you back down to earth. Yeah, a change of scenery is definitely nice. Well, thank you uh, for coming out, Sophie. We appreciate your time and for this conversation about mental health. And we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Well, now that we've talked about how SAD affects people, how is it treated? I heard that a great way to help with SAD treatment in the winter months is to take vitamin D every day. Is that because vitamin D enhances the activity of the happy brain chemical serotonin? I know we produce less of it in the winter because we don't get as much exposure to the sun. 
Yeah, exactly. I also heard that light therapy helps. It's supposed to help make up for the lack of sunlight during the winter. The added dark hours really has the potential to mess with our eternal clocks, aka our circadian rhythm. All right, that's really good to know. I think there actually is a spot to do light therapy and through the student union on campus, if anybody's interested in that. Do you have any ideas on treatment options? I think the latest I read in my psychology class recommended psychotherapy. I feel like talking to a mental health professional is always a great option. They may decide to prescribe antidepressants, too. I always find talking to a therapist is a great option. I'm glad we have access to counseling through SAS. It really helps me out. So, how do you think we should support a friend who's struggling with SAD? I always find that it helps to get them out of the house. It doesn't have to be for something big. It could just be grab a coffee or going for a walk. Fresh air is always a great help. It really works uh, to help me stay motivated. I think exercise is also important for both your mental and your physical health. Also, I think it's never a bad idea to let people know that you're there to support them. I know I really benefit from talking through my feelings sometimes, and having a warm audience tends to make it easier. You have a really important point there. I think the biggest thing that we have to make sure of is that everybody knows that they're not alone. Isolation really magnifies any feelings of hopelessness someone might have. Ugh. Ugh. I was supposed to wake up early today and get done. How the hell is it 9 a.m. when it's still pitch black? If it's still dark, it means you should still be asleep. Plus, your bed is so warm and cozy. Okay, okay, you're right. Ten minutes. I'll set a time. Hey, Ricky, it's almost 9.30 and you said you wanted to come to yoga with me. Right, right. I'll meet her in a sec. But your bed, it's so comfy, there's nothing out. Let's go, Ricky. Up and at him. Don't make me dump ice water on you. Okay, okay. I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. I regret asking you, but I'm up. So, did you have fun? No. Gosh, I couldn't even touch my toes. Oh, don't worry. I couldn't even touch my shins when I started. But now look. Jesse, this is a podcast. No one can see you. But... I'm not gonna lie, I do feel a bit better. I wanna thank you for getting me out of bed. It's been progress. Anytime, man. You just heard one episode in a series of podcasts produced by the Public Communication of Science undergraduate students here at the University of Ottawa. 